0: Blazer fans, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 36. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Steve Irvine. And Steve, we got to see the green and gold one last time at the Old Gray Lady uh, yesterday. And, you know, if people are looking at the score, if you weren't able to make it out to the scrimmage of the spring game, and you see a 6-0 final, you're probably thinking, oh, well, I didn't miss anything, but buddy, we saw a whole lot there and we're prepared to discuss it and deliver it to the UAB fans of just what exactly we saw out of that dominant defense yesterday
1: yeah the defense was uh, was really good and there was a lot of uh individuals that that, that jumped out but just uh just the depth you know is yes. kind of what uh what jumped out to be. i mean these guys making plays all over, you know, a couple guys i never even heard of were making <laughs> plays, you know, and, and um, right. so yeah, it was, it was impressive. Now it was, it was kind of scripted to do that. You know, I mean, it was, uh, there, there was a lot of offensive stuff that they, they didn't do that. I think they're going to do and I know they're going to do in, in the fall. And, right. um, so, so it was, it, it was a little scripted, but I'll tell you the one thing that jumped out to me of all that was just how dominant the defensive front was yeah. against, I guess a good offensive line, you know? Uh, yes. I mean, I, 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 thought they just lined up and whipped them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, I don't think that's going to happen a lot during the, during the fall against that offensive line. I, mean, I think that's still one of the best offensive lines in the, in the conference, mm-hmm. but that kind of shows you how good they are up front defensively, you know, and, and uh, a lot of individuals, I, you know, uh, you know, up front, especially that just jumped at you, you know, um, I mean, I, I tweeted last night and I, and I mean it, you know, if, if I am asked to do any sort of preseason, all conference balloting, you know, I hadn't really looked at conference, you know, had to take a deep look at uh, the other teams, but I'm telling you, Antonio Moultrie and Kelly Sanders are on my preseason list. Yes. I mean, yes. you know, just watching, seeing those guys yesterday and they were just part of it. You know I mean? Justin Thomas was about the same as Kelly Sanders, you know, yeah. And, And the other guys up front were, were, were really good. But, uh, those two to me really, really, really jumped out. You know, uh, just, I just thought they both were unblockable, you know, and and they credited Moultrie with three sacks and, and Sanders with one sack. And I don't know how they only had one sack with Sanders, but, uh, yeah, he had more than that. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I I had him with three personally, but, uh, but it was hard to tell because you're not tackling. So you don't know who, who touches him. So, um, but anyway, I you know I I just thought uh, those those two were two that really, you know, jumped out to me.
0: Yes, and I mean, we're going to spend a lot of time today talking about the uh the defensive line and how deep it is. And if you go back to our last two episodes that we put out, you know, pre, you know, the preview in the spring game, uh scrimmage 1 uh recap you know, we've told you. Um, we told you. Steve told you guys all along that this defensive line is deep. The defense is deep, and this is probably the best defense that Clark has had at UAB, um, and that's that's saying a lot. You know, you know when you lose guys like Jordan Smith and you know others, and you've got guys like Kelly Sanders, Alex Wright, uh, Justin Thomas right away coming out. You know. these guys aren't skipping a beat, you know, I mean, they're not going to miss a beat. These guys are talented. They're deep. It was great seeing, you know, I, I texted you during the, um, during this, uh, during the spring game, Steve montage cook. I mean that for a big guy, that guy is fast. And he was in the backfield a lot. Kevin Penn was in the backfield. just so many guys, the twos and threes. I mean, it's a good problem for, uh, Reeves and Clark to have, but I mean, all of these guys can start. I mean,
1: any of them yeah. Can start. Yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing. I mean, you mentioned, you know, especially Montage Cook. I mean, here, yeah. here's a guy who 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 jumps out. Yes. And he might not ever he might not have a chance to get on the field. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, but he might not have a chance to get on the field this year, you know, because right. they're so so deep. I mean, that that's how deep they are. And and um, you know, maybe he'll you know, work his way into that chance and he he certainly has an opportunity to do that, but he might not. and, and it has nothing to do with him. Right. It, has, it has everything to do with, with the other guys. And, and, you know, how about the play Michael Fairbanks made?
0: Yes. forced Yeah,
1: I mean, he's running down Lee Witherspoon from behind Lee Witherspoon, who might be their fastest office. You know, we'd have to see, you know, once we really get to see him, he, he possibly is their fastest offensive skill guy. And he's making that play 15, 17, 20 yards downfield right. on just pure hustle you know, and, and so, um, you know, and he's a guy that, you know, he's going to play, he's going to be in a rotation, but you know, he, he really might be starter worthy and he's, you know, he's not, he's not going to start, but you know, that's, that's just how deep they are. You know, guys, you know, having guys make plays, you know, just up and down the, 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 the line there would make plays. So, and then, you know, Tony fair didn't even play. Yeah. he, He was out. And, uh, and so he wasn't even out there and, and, you know, he's, one of their best guys. And some people might think he's their best, uh, you know, certainly against the run. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't even out there and they still dominated. So that just shows you what the kind of depth they have up front defensively. Hey, real
0: quick. Did we figure out who was wearing number 90? Cause I remember, you know, talking to no. you after the game and I was thinking that was Tony fair. out there.
1: Yeah, no, it, yeah, exactly. It, it might've been Isaiah Forte. I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I okay. didn't have time to really, um, but, you
0: know they swap those jerseys all the time during these spring games and just
1: you know yeah just, so. yeah yeah it was um yeah I, I um they s- just they swap it out so I'm, I'm not sure you know it and, and could have been whoever's whoever it was their you know their number might have been you know ripped in that color or something yeah just put another number on them and I'm not sure who it was um but I know it t- well, I know it wasn't Tony fair you know Tony fair was on the sidelines so uh, and I saw mm. him on the sidelines so right um, so, um, I'm not sure who that was. Okay. Well,
0: you know, obviously, you know, six to nothing was the final. The white team beat the green team. Uh, defense, just the dominating effort, um, you know, all the way through the whole game. Uh, Matt Quinn, two for two on the spill goes. It was great to see him not miss a beat and uh, make both of those kicks. He made a 24 yarder and a 37 yarder. Um, so, good for him. Uh, the offense, uh, only two turnovers. As Steve just mentioned, uh, Lee Witherspoon fumbled it once. And I, I'm trying to remember who threw the interception to Dempsey. Was that? Uh, yeah, one of the, uh, it was Barker Harrison.
1: Or? Yeah, it was Harrison Barker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Threw, threw in the coverage. It was ill advised, and uh, you know Dempsey made a nice play on it. But you know it, it did. I think it did hit the receiver in the hands at at at, at one point during the whole mess. It did. Uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, that was Harrison Barker.
0: Yeah, but it was good to see, you know, Johnston. I, I thought Johnston, you know, he didn't play a whole lot, but he looked um, good. Had a really good deep ball to uh, Trey Shropshire. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that was early on in the game. And that set up the first field goal. Um, but uh, how about Bryson Lucero? I mean, he looked pretty darn good. And, you know, going into the game, you know, we talked and I was I was really expecting, uh, you know, Dylan Hopkins uh, to kind of take off as that number two spot um, to, you know, solidify. It. But. I mean, Hopkins still played well, especially later on in the scrimmage. Uh, He led a late drive um, before the spring game ended. But I thought Lucero looked really good. He he looked really good on his intermediate passing. Um, And down the middle was able to find uh, Rajay Johnson-Sanders a couple of times. And Steve, real quick, you know, Trey Shropshire and Ryan Davis, you know, had a good game, uh, a good spring game. And we both knew what they're capable of. But how about Rajay Johnson Sanders getting up and getting a couple of those balls from Lucero?
1: Oh man, and and, and Hopkins he got a couple from Hopkins. Hopkins late also. I think that you know that that just kind of transforms. That kind of takes that if he can do what he did yesterday consistently. Yes, that takes this receiver group to another level because what they need they they you know Shropshire is is who he is you know so we know you know he's he's you know, he's not, I mean, that's the thing that we, we're kind of losing sight of He's not proven over a whole season, you know, right. cause he, he really was a uh, fairly non-existent last year until the the, really games. the championship game. And, and right. obviously he was incredible in the championship game and, you know, had a couple catches yesterday that looked like the championship game. So, I mean, I yeah. think he's, he's going to be really good, but, um, you know, you, you, like where he, you like where you're at with him. Now, he's, he's got to step up and, and learn how to be the guy, you know, uh, or, right. you know, the, the first option, so, so to speak. But, you know, you like where you're at with him. Um, love where you're at with the slot. I thought Jermaine Brown looked really comfortable yesterday. He did. Uh, just, and you know, and Ryan Davis was sensational, and, and, and he's going to be just he, – he, I just think he's going to have a big year. So, you like where you're at with the slot. So, you know, the, uh, but you're going to need the other outside receiver. And, and that's where Rajay Johnson Sanders, you know, that's where you need him. And if he can do what he did yesterday, you know, catch the ball. One thing, you know, he, he's that, um, you know, I mean, it's, it, with him, it's just been, you know, he came in out of shape. Right. Because, you know, not just because, cause he was lazy or anything like that. He was coming off an an Achilles injury, a serious Achilles injury that had, had, had set him out for basically a whole year. And, um, so he just, you know, he just wasn't ready. Um, and then since then, you know, and now he's in great shape and, and, but you know, just the consistency with him just hasn't been there. Um, Uh, you know, he's got to catch the ball. And yesterday he made some tough catches. He He made some physical catches. You know, he's the biggest receiver they have, you know, biggest body receiver they have. Right. And so if he can, you know, I loved what he did yesterday. And, and I, you know, I've heard he's, he's done a lot of that during this camp. You know, the, the one scrimmage I saw, uh, he didn't, I mean, he, he didn't play well that day. I didn't think. Right. But, but, you know, uh, consistently over at camp, I've heard he's had a really strong camp and, and we saw it yesterday and my goodness, if he can do that, um, this is, this has become a pretty good, uh, receiving core. And, you know, and when, what we didn't see yesterday was, uh, you know, the top two tight ends weren't, weren't out there. Right. Hayden, Hayden Pittman was on crutches and, and Garrett Prince wasn't, wasn't dressed. And, uh, right. so, you know, you mix those two guys in, in there and, uh you know, it's, this could be a, a pretty good group, but, but again, I mean, I just think Johnson Sanders was to me was one of the biggest stories of the day. I, you know, I think Ryan Davis was too, but I, I expected that Ryan Davis because I had seen him you yeah. know, for people who hadn't seen him. You know, I think that was, you know, a huge story because he, you know, I mean, he was, he, you know, other than the ball hit him in the face.
0: Yeah. That uh, was the only thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I mean, that was a weird plateau. I mean, obviously, Lucero got it out there and, had, and got, you know, on time. But he didn't – he turned late. And, yeah. You know, I can't remember yeah.
0: if, it, if it was a curl or an out route, but it seemed that uh, uh, Lucero could just got it out too quickly. Too yeah,
1: hard. yeah. But, but um, but the, you know, other than that, you know, I'm like – I even said on the broadcast that, you know, he had that one play early in the game where um, where he dove along the sideline. Oh, yeah. And almost made that catch. Right. And I, and I said on the broadcast that I, I almost consider that a drop as good as he's been, you know, and sure. it, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a drop, but I mean, is he business, laid out
0: for it too. It
1: oh gosh. Did. And he almost made that cat. I mean, he really probably shouldn't have got anywhere near, it, but, uh, right. but that's, you know, that's just how good he's been. And the, and the one, the catch where he had a twist back, uh, that Lucero threw and a little crossing pattern. Um, yeah. I mean, that was a sensational catch. And, and then he took a big hit and, so and that's one thing I liked about Sanders too. Sanders took some or Johnson Sanders. I mean he he took some big hits on on a couple of those catches and and he uh, and held on. So he was great. I mean I you know and, and if if he can continue to do that, then again I like uh, I like where they're at receiver with that.
0: Yes, definitely. And I'm looking over my notes that I took from the game, um, and I do see um, where I I notated that. Uh, That last drive uh, that Dylan Hopkins led, you know, uh, Johnson Sanders did have a couple good catches from him. But going back real quickly to Jermaine Brown at the slot, you know, I know you mentioned earlier he looked good. I mean, I was just impressed with Jermaine Brown. He caught every single ball that was thrown at him, and we've always known he's had the speed. So I think he's going to be great at that slot receiver position.
1: Yeah, and you know, and one thing that we obviously didn't see yesterday was uh, what they're going to do with the slot position and some other stuff with you know some jet sweeps and oh, uh, you yeah. know get, getting the ball out you know quickly you know just different things they're going to move in them and just different things that uh, he's going to fit. I mean, I think that that's his as far as college football goes. I think that's his natural position. Yeah, and um, you know what I liked yesterday of the of what he did was I love the way he caught the ball. Cause you know, that's yes. one thing that we really hadn't hadn't seen, you know, they've seen it, and they know, but we haven't seen it. And, you know, he caught the ball. Well, it wasn't just like, uh, you know, when just like making plays with his feet, you know I mean? He, he caught the ball. And so I, you know, I think he's going to be natural there. And, and, you know, Rudolph, we didn't really, um, yeah, I see. don't think he
0: caught a pass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, he had one where he caught, the ball out of bounds. Uh, that was a nice catch, but he was just out of bounds. And other than that, you know, we didn't really see him. but we will, you know, and, oh, we, yeah. and, and so, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be good there, you know, and, and, uh, you know, there's going to be times where they have, you know, probably both, uh, Samario and, and, and Jermaine Brown in the game at the same time and, you know, oh, yeah. and, you know, do things with them like that and put some pressure on defenses and, yeah, you, know, you know, everybody, we, we kind of come, all of us kind of come away from yesterday, you know, worried offensively about, geez, I wonder, you know, man, they didn't score and they got dominated by their, their defense. They were so, vanilla, you know, though, like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. There, there's so much that they, that they've done that they're doing that we don't know about yet. And right. we won't, we won't know till the start of the season, but neither, neither do, you know, does the opposition. Right. I mean, there's so much they're going to do that they can open this thing up. I'm I'm excited about, you know, to, to see what the, uh you know what they're going to do. It was just very vanilla, and and that's fine. You know, I mean, I, I don't I didn't want them to show anything, right? Uh, but but there's a lot of stuff they can do with these guys that that's uh, going to be fun to watch.
0: Definitely. Now going back uh, to the quarterback play, I will say you know, well, we've already mentioned it when uh, Johnston threw that very nice deep ball to uh, Shropshire. Um, I, I thought uh, Lucero had a couple good deep balls. He did have one uh, that probably should have been picked off by Grayson Cash. Um, yeah. But um, I, I, I came away really impressed with Lucero. And, and, and we know, you know, you told us the last couple episodes that Hopkins has looked well this spring. So, you know, yeah. we're expecting great things out of him, too. But it, it was nice to see um, Bryson Lucero, um, you know, kind of showing improvements on his game, too so yeah
1: i mean i thought he threw the ball well i mean i don't know his numbers probably wouldn't have ended up you know they didn't do stats but they probably didn't end up great but um i just thought i liked i just i threw the ball well you know he and, did um you know and 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 you know the thing with lucero you know we've always known that he he's got you know the good arm strength especially in those intermediate type routes right uh you know he's, he's got to be more accurate on his deep ball he's still he's still not there yeah. um and and he's got to um, make better decisions, you know. And, and I thought yesterday, for the most part, he made good decisions. Now, it's different once once you get in a game, you know. That's yeah. that's that's just you know because as as much as scrimmages and and spring games are games, you know, I mean they're games, but they're not a real game, and it's mm-hmm. not, it's, it's different, you know. And and so. Um, you know, he's got to make better decisions and he's he's got to learn. So, you know, I think he's, I think he's making strides and I think all of them are making strides. I mean, we, you know, again, we didn't really get to see much of that yesterday. We just, you know, it's kind of about glimpses really, you know, it's yeah. kind of, you know, cause especially you know you're talking about, honestly, uh, some of those sacks yesterday might not have been sacks, you know, I mean, no. guys make play with their feet, you know, you know, Hopkins, part of what Hopkins does is, is make plays with his feet, you know, and, and, and with his legs and, and kind of, you know, Tyler Johnson a little bit, or is the same way when you're healthy. Now, Lucero isn't, but, you know, doesn't make yeah. any plays with his legs, but, um, you know, we really didn't see there to be able to see the full package of what they can bring. But, um, you know, I, I, I just think, I think they were solid, you know, and, and, um, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't come away feeling worried about the quarterback position. No, yes, yeah. for sure.
0: And, I mean, you know, we've hit on this on previous episodes, Steve. It, and it's hard for me to, for Lucero in particular, to kind of get that Louisiana Tech game out of my head and get the Louisiana Lafayette game out of my head. But I don't I, I know, and you've discussed this, you know, plenty of times. A, a lot of the, uh, uh, well, we don't know, but some of those times that the interceptions happen in those games, I mean, that might not have been on the quarterback. That could have been on the wide oh, receiver, yeah. running the wrong route or just timing off, but... I I don't know. Yeah, I, it's well, just hard to get that out of my head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But and I've always said, and, and I believe this, interceptions are team things, just like yeah. a touchdown is a team thing. Just like you know, everything's a team thing in this game. I mean, you know, it, it it could it could be you know a guy getting pressured or a guy getting you know hit right as he's throwing, or, or a receiver not finishing a route, or a receiver running the wrong route. Yeah. You know you know a lot of times I do think there were t- some some times last year I know there were some times last year that um, Lucero just had bad interceptions you know where he just yeah. didn't re- he didn't see a guy he didn't read like his 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 first interception in that Louisiana Tech game was was all him yeah. I mean it was he, he didn't see a guy and and um, that he should have seen and and it wasn't you know you know now he was on the run uh, when, it, when it happened but still. Um, the second one against them, I still don't know whether that was the receiver not finishing the route. Okay. I mean, to me, it looked like he was throwing a spot and the receiver didn't get there. Yeah. You know, so, so, so um, we don't, but we don't know. And you know, coaches know, and you know, cause coaches know exactly what happened on a play, what the play call was, what, who did good, who didn't on that mm-hmm. play. Um, but, but I, I've always believed that, that interceptions are a team thing, you know, and, and yes the the quarterback has to take the uh, the criticism for it or you know yeah. take the, you know credit or whatever you want to call for for an interception because you know they 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 threw the ball but um I don't know that it's it's not always on you know 100 percent on the quarterback that's for sure yeah
0: man, going back to that deep ball that uh that cash should uh, intercepted that that was kind of a bad read uh and bad yeah. throw by Lucero but yeah
1: yeah that's yeah. that's a throw you can't make yeah you know and uh, and, and that's that's been a problem of his. Mm-hmm. and he, he's got to get better at he, any he, and he is he's making strides I mean there's there's no yeah. doubt you know it's not a certainly not an overnight thing and no uh, it's
0: not a quick fix you know
1: no it's not and uh but but as far as the way he threw the ball I thought he threw the ball well yesterday
0: and hell you know he's a he's a sophomore so I mean you know he's he's gonna grow he'll right. grow and um let's go back to the running backs um you know we've already hit on Lee Witherspoon it was great seeing him run the ball he did have that one fumble but uh you know you do kind of go back and that really was just a great play by Fairbanks on fumbling it or by forcing the fumble um but let's I was really impressed with Justin Jones uh Steve I don't know what you thought of Justin Jones up out of Bessemer Academy he looked really good and I thought Titus Smith-Lindsey looked good, too, at the running back position. And I know these are probably, you know, three and four guys. Um, well, well, maybe even behind that.
1: But yeah, it, it's just great. That, yeah. yeah, I
0: was going to say. Um, but they looked really good.
1: Yeah, I thought so. I mean, I thought they ran the ball well. Uh, you know, now they weren't running against the, the top guys. You know, know they they're playing. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I mean, I've said about Smith-Lindsey before. I mean, I think that in a right situation, he, he could – play a big role, you know, for, for, you know, I don't think this is the right situation because they're so deep there and so talented, but, you know, I think that that guy's pretty good. And Justin Jones is really the first time I, you know, got a chance to see him run and, and, you know, I, same thing with him. I think that, you know, he could be helpful. Uh, I just don't think that, you know, I don't think they will, you know, this year for sure, because, uh, you know, barring crazy injuries, uh, but cause just, I, I think that, you know, that the top guys are just better right now. And, and, um, yeah. you know, and I, uh, you know, I thought we saw, uh, you know, a, a few glimpses of, uh, uh, Dwayne McBride, what he's, what he's capable of. He, you know, he didn't obviously he didn't break loose, but, uh, you know, they're just the the top three or four guys. I mean, and you know, you're, you're looking at, a, a, a position so deep, I guess Larry Wooden, I guess it is back at running back. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a deep position, a position that's deep enough that, that he can't get in the game. You know? Right. And he's good. Yeah. And you know, Lucius Stanley, you know, doesn't get a lot of, you know, doesn't get you know a whole lot of carries and he's good. Right. You know, and, um, you know, we didn't see Whirling Pollock yesterday, which I was. Yeah. I was looking forward way. to he, seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. He was he wasn't dressed so he's banged up again. I'm not sure what, you know, what his, uh, to what, what's going on with him. But, uh, you know, if, if he can ever get healthy or stay healthy, you know, he's going to be a guy that's going to have to get some spot time, um, and, and, and do some, you know, particular things with him. You know, he's not a guy that's going to be out there, you know, uh, durable, durability wise. He can't, you know, he's certainly not a guy you can have out there a lot. I don't, you know, apparently, but you know, he's, you know, you gotta, you gotta find ways if he's healthy to, to try to get a, a few touches and get him on the perimeter there. And then, uh, You'll see what he can do out there, uh, in space, you know, so they just got a lot of guys and it's just going to be hard to, you know, get down to those guys, but it's always good to know that you have them there if you need them.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, now as far as, uh, special teams go, um, I did notice, you know, on the, on the return game that they had, uh, Starling Thomas, uh, returning kicks and also they put Ron Davis out there, um, a little bit to uh catch punts and return um kicks. So maybe that's the direction they're um going towards, um having one of them return it. I think Starling Thomas was the one that dropped that one uh I can't remember if it was a no, kick or if it was
1: Ryan Davis dropped his first uh first oh, so punt, it was Davis. Punt yeah. yeah yeah which um I, I fortunately I didn't but I was getting ready to stay on uh you know, before they kicked it, that because Ryan Davis, I think, is going to be your punt return your first punt returner. I, yeah. I, I think, I think that's kind of the direction that they're they're leading toward. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was going to say, you know, before the kick, you know, one reason he's back there is because he catches everything. And <laughs> then, you know, then he dropped the first one, but he made a really nice over the shoulder one later. Um, yes. But but no, I think I think he's going to be. Um, you know, he he reminds me uh, as a punt returner. I- you know, a lot like, um, a little bit like Colin Lisa was, um, you know, the, you know, Colin Lisa was, when uh, was, when he was back there in 17 and probably in 18, I think both years, he caught everything, you know, that was, that was his strength. You know, his strength was that if, if it's kicked, he's going to catch it. And, um, and, and that's big, you know, that's big that, that, you know, that, that's one thing that, at times i don't think myron mitchell was great at um yeah. not, you know if he got there of course he, you know he was gonna catch he didn't drop punts but um but you know you got to there was too many times that that in my opinion that right when myron mitchell didn't quite get there and the ball rolled you know another 20 yards or, or 15 10 whatever yeah you know and i think that that's one thing that that con lisa was great at i mean there was you know he just very very few punts hit the ground you know and rolled and so remember I, they
0: had put lisa in because you know andre wilson had had you know some issues with uh right you know muffin punts too right so.
1: exactly yeah and, and and andre wilson was was a really good yes. i mean he, he was a really good punt returner when he got his hands on the ball but um you know i think lisa was just that solid catching the ball um uh, yeah and and, and for old time guys um uh, you know, not old time, but, you know, um, for, for people that can think back to like their, you know, 2008, nine, that year, you know, there was, uh, Jimmy Mitchell, when there was a running back, yeah. in Jim Mitchell, that was a punt returner. And, and, and that was him. He, he caught Jim Mitchell was great. Cause he caught the ball every time and he ran straight ahead. So if, if it was supposed to get, you know, if he, it was, if it was blocked to where he could get seven yards. He got seven yards. If he yeah. was blocked to get where he get fifty, you know he didn't. What well, there was not a whole lot of dynamic about him. But
0: it was a sure but, thing. Yeah. But
1: right. But you don't. But you don't lose yardage because you're not getting to the ball, or you're trying to. You know, you're trying right. to make the spectacular happen, and you run twenty yards back to try to get around the defense, and they end up tripping you up, and you you lose a bunch of yards. Uh, you know, I think that's a lot. What you know, Kyle and Lisa was great about you know, when he was returning kick or punts. Mm-hmm he was great about getting it and, and getting up, feel quick, you know, and he was quick enough where he could break some stuff too. But, uh, you know, and really, I thought Andre Wilson was like that too. Andre Wilson didn't do a lot of, uh, you know, running backwards and things like that. I think, um,
0: just, to, it, Hey, don't bring up the Texas a and game.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but that was a lot of kick returns. Yeah. He, I he, know. You know, he, he, just, he had a bad, yeah. He had a bad <laughs> day. He had a bad day. But, right. uh, but you know, I think uh, Starling Thomas is, is one of those guys as is, is good as he is and as fast as he is where he's going to try to make a big play every time. So yeah. he, you know, he might be the kind of guy that occasionally runs backwards to go forwards, you know? And, right. and uh, so, uh, you know, I think, Ryan Davis, but I think either of those guys you're gonna be you're gonna feel comfortable with, you know. Um, and and I think the kick return guys are gonna be pretty dynamic, include including Star and Types. I think Star and yeah. is probably a better kick returner than he is a punt returner. Yeah, uh, but you know I think they're gonna be solid there. And I and I really thought you know one thing that jumped out. I thought Kyle Greenwell really punted the ball well yesterday. He had some great kicks. He yeah. yeah. great punts. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, now and obviously there's not the pressure on you that you get during a game, you know, and things like that. But I really thought he he punted the ball well, and, and he's gotten so much better every year. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I expect him to be a you know an all conference um, candidate. You know, uh, you know, and this this conference always has great punters. Oh yeah, uh, And I don't know why, I mean, I don't know why, you know why it is, but I mean, there's always great punters in this conference. So, you know, winning and kickers too, and, you know, winning all conference, uh, kicker and putters is always tough in this conference. And, um, so, you know, but I expect Greenwell to be one of those guys, but at the end of the year, that it's, you know, one of the top three candidates probably for, uh, all conference.
0: And there was one uh, punt in particular that Greenwell had. I think uh, T- uh, Starling Thomas was back uh, receiving it, and he had let it go over his head, um, mm-hmm. which is you know almost pretty a big no no. Um, but he had ang- Greenwell angled that yeah. ball where it hit like the, hit the pylon or so, yeah, and he had rolled out to the right and just hit the pylon. Man, yeah. I thought that it was going to be man, but that was a I great kick. See How they? I don't. We, we need to get a um. Trey Raglin on one one of these days, I, I just don't see how they do that, you know, because I, I I really don't know, like, you know, with the, with the ball, how it's shaped like that, and ha- how do you get it to where, you know, it rolls out like that?
1: Yeah, know? I don't know. That's good cool. We should get Trey on and, and have him <laughs> talk about because, I mean, guys that can do that. There was a guy at, um, at Rice a couple years ago, Jack Fox. I think his name was Jack. Fox was his last name. I think it was Jack Fox that there was one of the most amazing guys I've ever seen to doing that. I mean, that, that guy could, I mean, he, 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 uh, it's like every punt he had was inside the five yard line Ooh. and it was always, you know, like it would, it would be bouncing toward the, toward the end zone and you think it's a touchback and it would take this, crazy right turn or left turn whichever way he was kicking and yeah. go out of bounds it's like what how in the world does he do that <laughs> um right. and i know i know there's an art to it um and you know and there's uh, and the same thing about having balls check up you know and just stop you know or, yeah. or bounce bounce backwards and uh, but you know that would be fun to have trey on that kind of talked about the art of that and um yeah. kind of how you how you develop that uh, because it's uh it's 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 you, you know you don't um, I mean, Trey talks about it a lot on our broadcast and, and, you know, he's, he's absolutely right is, um, you know, those are hidden yards and, and hidden, hidden yards that, that you're, you're, you're never going to see in the stat book. And you're never going to, you know, unless you're, you're, even if you're watching, sometimes you don't pay attention to it. Right. But w- when, when, you know, when you have a, a, a guy that can, that, that can really pin an offensive offense back you know, inside the 20 every time, you know, every time he gets an opportunity to do that and, and some, and, and, and even, you know, even better inside the 10 or, or, or five, that just, there's so much that, that, that just causes so much in, in um, change in the game. You know yeah. I mean? It just, it's just when, when you can do that, cause starting at the 20, I mean, you know, I kind of, I kind of look back to, um you know, plenty of times where, where, you know, mistakes are made in the end zone, you know, or mistakes are made, you know, whether it be a safety or, you know, whatever, yeah. um, where, where it's, and it was all caused by, you know, a, a guy pinning it deep, you know, pinning yep. it deep. And, 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 um, so it's, um, those hidden yards are, are huge in the game. And again, you never really, you never see them in a, in a box score, you know, you, you, don't. you can't, you can't, you know, and, um, but you know, other than and then uh, the, the stat with the punter that says inside, you know, inside between, the think twenty. They only, yeah. I think it only says twenty, you know, and, and uh, but does. you know, it's starting at the twenty and starting at the one or two, but you know, that's <laughs> that's entirely different things there. Yes. Well, punters
0: and kickers in general definitely deserve more respect than what they
1: get. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. You know? Well, that and,
0: th- th- that being said, though. I hope we don't have to punt a lot.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I would, I would rather Kyle Greenwell doesn't have any all conference uh, chance yes. because he doesn't have enough kicks. Yes, you know, I mean, that would be tremendous. And nothing against Kyle Greenwell, but uh, you know, I, I'm sure he'd take that. You know, yes. that, that would be tremendous. You'd love to see, so you love to see him not out there at all. Uh, but, um, but when when he's out there, he needs to be a weapon, and I think he will be this year.
0: Yes. Now, um, you know, as we talked about this episode, uh, the defensive line definitely stood out um, on on really the, you know, the ones, twos and threes look really good across the board. Um, The second uh, string and third string offensive line. Now, granted, you know, these guys are young. Um, A lot of them are young, just freshmen and sophomores. But. Uh, there were a couple of uh, holding penalties, uh, false starts. I don't know if those were snapping fractions. You know, we talked a little bit after the game, Steve, but mm-hmm. um, out of the first team, I mean, I thought the offensive line, well, obviously the defensive line was in the backfield a lot, but I mean, this is going to be, I think, definitely the best offensive line in conference USA. And if not one of the best offensive lines in the group of five, um, but I mean, I, I like what I saw. Other than you know, our defensive line is very deep and talented, but I, I thought they did good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I, I thought there were. I, I do think there was way too many holding calls. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for all the way through. Um, uh, you know, I, I think one thing that that um, that you kind of lose in games like this, in situations like this, is you know, the defense has, has played so much against this offense. Yeah. They, know, they know what's coming. A lot of times they can, you know, they see it's right. different when you line up against somebody who you only has film on you and they really hadn't seen you across the line of scrimmage. Right. Uh, you know, you, you know, it, it's, it's a little different. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think the offensive line played great. You know, I thought they, they really, I, you know, that first drive I was very, you know, I was really impressed with the first drive. I thought they, you know,
0: yeah, pass coverage was good. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, uh, yeah, I thought the p- protection was protection, good. The, yeah, yeah so. the prote- protection was good. I thought, you know, they, they opened some holes, right. really moved, moved it down well, kind of won the line of scrimmage, I thought, in that first drive, you know, until the end there, until they held the field goal. But, you know, I, they're okay. I mean, that that's – I don't, you know, really – no matter what happened yesterday, I, you know, personally, in my opinion, I have zero worries about the offensive line going into the season. I mean, zero. I mean, the only worry what I would have is if they have just this crazy rash of injuries in, in fall camp, you know, if, if all of a sudden, you know, four guys go down, yeah. then you're like, oh boy, we're, you know, there's some trouble here. Other than that, I mean, you know, you're still seven or eight quality depth. Uh, you know, Sidney Wells didn't, didn't play this spring or didn't play. He went out there yesterday. I don't think he's played this spring. Um, you know, so so you had one guy that that wasn't out there, and, and but you had other guys getting a chance to to, you know, get their opportunity. So I have, like I say, there there's zero worries about where the offensive line is right now. Yes, uh,
0: and you know, kind of going back, we we hit on it a little bit. Uh, but I, w- it was great to see. You know, Kelly Sanders looked uh, looked really good. Uh, Justin Thomas looked really good. Um, anything else on uh, those guys or anybody that we might have missed?
1: Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think everybody else was solid. I, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, without watching the film or whatever, I, it didn't, you know, I didn't see, uh, the linebackers stand out a lot, you know, um, but you know, a lot they of, didn't, maybe, they
0: didn't do a whole lot though. So no, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't movement, think they played yeah.
1: poorly. I mean, it just, it just, I just think it was dominating so much up front. Maybe they didn't get that much of a chance to do it. Right. Um, you know, Deshaun Oliver was with that starting group. Um, I thought Charlie Benton made a couple plays that, that, that looked, um, you know, Chris mole, like, you know, he had yeah. one tackle in the backfield where he's back there real quick. So, I, you know, I was pleased to, to see that. Um, you know, I, you know, it looked like they moved Jalen Rayham was, was playing an in inside, um, with, uh, actually lined up next to Will Connor who, you know, they lined up next to each other at Thompson high school. So that was, Kind of fun to watch, and I think yeah. that, um, you know, uh, I hope, hope Jalen Random, you know, finds a role in there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, did they, we
0: mention uh, Jacob Bats earlier? I don't think we, yeah,
1: Jacob Batz was a guy who made he made a couple really nice plays. I I couldn't tell you thing one about Jacob Batz, never heard of him until yesterday. <laughs> You're <saying>? You yeah, know? <laughs> and, and um, you know, he he made he made a couple plays in there, and, you know, that was that's what's great about things like this, guys make plays and you, you know, you quickly go to your roster and go, well, okay, that's who that is. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought he made a couple plays Looked like, um, I don't think that it died John Turner. I'm not sure he played at all. Um, uh, I, 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 never saw him really in there. He was in uniform, but it looked like, well, it looked like Chris Mole was playing that star linebacker. Um, mm-hmm. when I, when I spotted him, he was playing a star linebacker and, um, it was, you know, which is a role that he's played before and was really good at. I, I don't know that you take, you know, part of that might've been because Dijon Turner was out, uh, you know, maybe he was dinged up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, he, you know, I still think he's your, your star linebacker when the season starts. Right. Uh, but, you know, most seemed comfortable, obviously, uh, you know, didn't, didn't have, didn't jump out at you. Uh, but I thought the safeties played well, um, mm-hmm. you know, corners I you know I didn't see Troy Young out there I don't know if he was in uniform or not I never really spotted him but I thought that you know quarters played okay or you know played you know played fine and and uh right you know I, I mean it was it was solid throughout I just think it was so dominated by the uh the, by the guy, guys up front you know? yeah. I mean just by the defensive you know front that, that you almost didn't get a chance to see the other guys you know make make a whole lot of plays but Overall, I mean, obviously they were. The defense was great. There was nothing that you know. there's nothing that you could point at and go, man. That you know, they didn't. They didn't do well there because they did well throughout.
0: Right, and and going back to that uh, fumble that Fairbanks uh, caused on Witherspoon, uh, Damon Miller had the recovery on that, so it was good to see. Him, yeah. Uh, get that fumble recovery.
1: Well, um, and it was good to see his, his tw- You know, Damian Miller, his twin brother, was out there playing safety too. Yes. And, uh, during the game, so it's good to see him back. Uh, you know, from injury, he had a knee injury that he missed all last year, and and uh, um, so it was good to have him back. And um, you know, I mean, like we've said it before, and, and 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 yesterday really showed it is the depth that you know all these positions really is just it's it's almost stunning in a little bit. And I do think you're going to see a lot of that in college football, um, just because you know with the with the numbers, with the, you know guys coming back and are allowed to come back and. Um, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of that, but the, the numbers are just stunning, you know, I mean, the depth is stunning yes. and, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be hard on these coaches, uh, f- figured out a rotation, you know, because you've got so many guys, you know, that you, that you want to get in there and, and, and really have earned a chance to be in there. And it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to get them all in there because you just have, you know, you're just so deep.
0: Hey, it's a good problem to have. <laughs> oh man,
1: I take that problem all day long. You know, especially when you know injuries happened. Yes. And then also in these uh in these September games and really heck around here in October too. Um, yeah. you know, with the as hard as it is at these games, you, know, oh, you, yeah. you you need depth and um so yeah, it's a great problem to have, but uh but my goodness, it's just there's guys everywhere. <laughs> yes. Well,
0: Steve, was there anything else that we didn't discuss that, uh, we need to let our listeners know. I feel like we've hit on pretty much everything.
1: No, I mean, I think we got everything. I mean, it's, uh, obviously, it's, uh, I, you know, kind of a bittersweet walking out of Legion Field for, you know, what we think is the last time. And, and, uh, that was kind of weird, you know. Hey, I saw that. somebody,
0: I saw somebody make a tweet that they're going to miss Legion Field. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I, well, I don't know who, who would say that. Because, <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, the, the, There's something about Legion Field that just kind of gets you. Now, with with me, I mean, it it goes back to being a child, going there for, you know, for Alabama games. I've been been in an Auburn game there. Right. You know, went to bowl games there. You know, saw high high school school games games there. I mean, I remember when I was a, I guess I was a freshman our high school, played in the semifinals uh, in, um, in Legion Field, maybe quarterfinals in Legion Field. Semi-court. I can't remember what it was. Or actually, I think it was in eighth grade, and I went to Grissom High School, and we uh, played, a, you know, a semifinal game there and won. Uh, you know, and, and I was there that night, and oh. you know, so so there was, uh, you know, th- th- just th- it's a great place. I mean, it really is, and and obviously it's crumbled, but but yeah. part of what I love about it is I I, I mean, one of my favorite memories of, of all time at Legion Field was when I was covering uh you know it was, it was covering the team and it was mm-hmm. uh, it was during neil callaway i don't remember what year it was yeah. and they had, you know the uab had lost to somebody and i'd went down there and, and, and you know, did the interviews and we did the interview down there by the lo- room right by the locker room and came back up and i was starting to write it was uh you know late game so i was in a hurry and my phone rings and mm-hmm. i look down and it's it's callaway because you know i can see the it's number it's callaway i'm like what, what in the world? Like I'm, yeah. think, I'm thinking, did I, uh, you know, did I ask a question that that made him mad, and he's, yeah. he wants to yell at me? Or did, <laughs> right. Did, did you know? Did, you know? What is this? Because you know, I mean, that never happens. You know, your coach doesn't call you right after you leave the press conference unless oh. he's mad, unless he's mad at you,
0: especially coming off a loss too.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know. So I, you know, I answer the phone, and and uh, and, and, and I'll never forget. He, he didn't even say he. Didn't even say hello. You know, he didn't even say whatever. Uh-oh. I pick up the phone and I go, hey, what's up, Neil? And he goes, we ain't got no damn hot water in here. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> he, he, he goes again, we ain't got no hot water. You need to write that. I'm tired of this. <laughs> and, I, and, and he had kind of told me before it happened, but it was off the record. I couldn't write it. Yeah. and I and I said uh, I said all right. I said you gonna be quoted on. They go you darn right. I'm quoted on. I'm tired <laughs> of not having hot water. Here. So I, I got to write in my little notebook there about you know not, not having hot water. And and uh, it was just kind of a bizarre moment, wow, which is yeah. which, which is so fitting into what Legion Field is. You know, I mean what um, Legion Field? Right. Bizar- it's a it's a bizarre place in the, in in your memory
0: yeah. because
1: there's so many special things that happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, I mean, it, it, this is, at least field has been a lot to UAB. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a great place and it's been a curse almost at the same yes. time, you know, cause yes. you don't fit into it. The crowds look, you know, the same crowd that, that goes to, uh, I mean, here's, here's another thing that, that kind of, I remember when the first year I covered UAB, it was 2005 mm-hmm. go, go to cover. They played Tennessee first and then they played at Troy. Okay. Go to Troy and um you know in their stadium which fit who what they belong you know fit Mm -hmm. you know and there was probably you know 19,000 fans there okay so everybody's talking about oh how great the crowd was and boy this is really exciting and and a nice crowd here so the next the next game UAB plays uh Rice or uh, I think it was Rice Mm -hmm. and um in Legion field. So it's my first game in Legion field. And there's a crowd of, a like about 18,000, you know? And, yeah. and all anybody talked about was there was nobody there. <sighs> so nobody there. This crowd stinks. I can't believe nobody's here at the game. Uh, UAB has uh, always fought that. Well, they, and I'm like, wait a minute. Now there yeah. was 19,000 people last week. And you talked about how great the crowd was. And it was right. 18,000 this week. And you're talking about how bad it is. And it's all about fitting into your stadium. You know, I mean, 19,000 in the stadium that seats 25 or 30 looks pretty good. You know, 18,001 that seats 80 <laughs> yeah. looks, looks terrible. Right. So, you know, so, so that's been, you know, obviously it's going to be nice to, to get in a place that you fit in better. And the crowds obviously are better now, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, once we get through this COVID yes, but, you know, but you know, but you can't get past, uh, you know, the, a lot of times that I, long before me, you know, UAB's played there a long time and had a lot of special memories that I can, you know, even, you know, I can think of, you know, the Hail Mary to Jackie Williams, you know, the, you know, beating Southern Miss for, you know, Matt wires interception that sealed the Southern Miss game. Yes. You know, every game, you know, the, the winning streak since, you know, since the return and, and, you know, the block kick and. You know, I mean, there's just so many great, you know, I mean, go back to 2006 when Chris Felder, you know, forced the fumble with East Carolina's going in to win, you know, win the game late in the game. And he knocks the ball away and they recover covering end zone and win the game, you know, and yes, just so many special moments, you know, it, it, it's easy to, uh, it's easy to bash Legion field because there's a lot, but, <laughs> you know, but, but, but you can't also can't forget. You know, the, the good's got to go with the bad and they both make, they both make it what it is. Right. You know, and they, 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 they both, you know, you, you know, there, there's, there's good, and bad, you put them together and that's what it is. Now, even though I did tweet yesterday that I'm going to miss it a little bit, uh, I mean, you can't, almost can't sleep thinking about getting to, get into yes. productive. you know, because you go by there and it just looks, it looks so nice Yes. Already, and it's not even, you know, it's still, you know, they're still not through with it, and, and it's you still get chills looking at it, you know, how, how nice it is. So, you know, obviously saying you're going to miss it a little bit is, is, um, is truthful, mm-hmm. and, 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 but, but, Ben, just thinking about getting into to that new place, you know, to protective is, um, I mean, that's going to be, it's going to be a special place, and it changes. It changes. It, it's a game. It's a program changer. You don't oh yeah, program enhancer. I mean, because the program is 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 in a very good position where it's at right now, but it just enhances and takes you can take you to another level, and and uh, you know that's what uh, that's what's great about it. Hey, an
0: American conference. Um, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. But. I mean, I'd have to look at the, you know, uh, you know, I've been to several of those American conference stadiums and, and, you know, I'd have to look at the list of the schools, but I, I can't imagine, you know, off the top of my head, I, I don't know that there's many, if any places in that conference that have a more special place than this. No, or, you know, better, better stay of this. I mean, I'd have, you know, again, I'd have to. Look and see. I mean, I, you know, just off the top of my head, I mean, it's 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 going to be a lot nicer than UCF. Yeah. A lot nicer than Tulane. Definitely a lot nicer too. than Tulsa. You know, mm-hmm. Tulsa Tulsa's not you know is not a very nice place. I've been, I've been there several times. Um, so you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, Cincinnati. I, I love that place, I think that's a kind of a unique place.
0: Uh, Greenville, East Carolina,
1: um, I've heard is pretty good. It's nice, yeah. They've 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 uh built it up over the years. It's nice. I don't know if it's if it's this nice. you know, no, it's it's gonna be a darn sight nicer than the Liberty Bowl, <laughs> yeah. you know. Now, nah, yes. I love I love SMU Stadium, I think that's a Pretty nice place. I think Houston's the new Houston. I, mean, I won't, last time I was in Houston, it was still the old Robertson Stadium, and it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I think Navy's got a nice, you know, nice stadium. But I mean, you know, USF plays in the uh, South Florida plays in the, uh, you know, the Bucks. Where Tampa Bay? So, plays. Yeah, yeah. So they play in a really nice place, but uh, but they don't really fit in there. Nope. You know, I mean, it's it's a huge place that uh, you don't fit in. So, I mean, it, this fits in. I mean you go down G five and, and you know, um or whatever it's called, the, the Yeah, group of you know, five, yeah. <laughs> group of five, whatever it is. Um uh, you know, you go down there and there's not gonna be many places like this. No. You know? I mean it's a brand new stadium that they've um from what it sure looks like they've they've um they've you know, covered all the bells and whistles and um or will cover all the bells and whistles and you know, I just don't know that there's a you know many places like this now, and um, right um but again there there's just so much history at, at Field it at least you feel that you know part of you has to overlook the the bad and and feel you know a, a little bit you know sad about leaving, you know yeah, happy and sad at the same time, more happy than sad, but you know, yes, just
0: a a little bit sad there right, it was bittersweet, and just one last thing on that. It was bittersweet leaving the old gray lady one more time. However, Steve, when I got back to the house and checked my mail yesterday, I had a letter in the mail from UAB with my seat selection appointment time for protective. Oh, sweet. Hey. That sadness went away real quick. But. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and at that point, all you got to do is, is look at that, uh, the 3D model they, they put oh, out to, to show. All you got to yes, do is start yes. going through that and looking at those views and, and thinking, okay, this, all right, I feel better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel better. And, and, um, and it, I mean, it's, hey, it's like anything, you know, it, the pro progress is good, um, but it's, but progress and change is not always easy. You know, because right. there's, there's, you know, you want to, you want to sort of hold on to, to, the past a little bit, um, uh, um, uh, but you know, just again, just a little bit. I mean, like, you're right. When you get, uh, you know, an email like that about protective, and yes, you know, uh, you, you just, you know, you just, uh, and, hey, it's, a, it's, it's got to be a special place, and you know, look forward to seeing those memories made there.
0: Yes, uh, definitely great things ahead for UAB. Um, now before we wrap up. Um, we did have some significant basketball program news, of course, right after we record our last episode, but Andy Kennedy got a contract extension that goes through the 2026 to 2027 season. Definitely great to see that, you know, hopefully, you know, he's going to be around for a long time, but that's great to go ahead and give him that extension and raise. Um, but not only that guys, but the trustees, Gave the final approval on the go-ahead for the basketball practice facility, and what this means for the basketball program, you know, to go along with the you know protective stadium for the football program, UAB's athletic athletic program is just trending in the right direction, and these are exciting times for you know UAB, and this is great. Um, you know, whenever conference realignment happens, we know it's going to happen at some point. Um, but you know, this puts UAB in a good situation uh, for that. Now, of course, you know, you can argue that, hey, we're in Conference USA. We need to improve Conference USA. Um, but this is just great for UAB as an athletic program.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I think, you know, the, the first thing with, with the contract, you know, at, in kind of I've always been sort of um, against, you know, knee-jerk extensions uh, yeah. and, and things like that. I mean, I have. I've always just thought, like, you know, um, because – because a lot of times if you knee jerk a, a extension when they actually earn it, right, you can't really do it cause you've already done it, you know? And, um, but in this case, I, this wasn't a knee jerk. I mean, I think no. in, th- in this case, this was a, you saw what, what Andy Kennedy and his, and his you know, and his staff and, you know,
0: in a COVID year, yes. did
1: in a year that was, that right. was uh, almost impossible. Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, with, with the roster that wasn't what he wanted. Right. And, and they did that, uh, you know, and, and not what he won. I mean, just a roster that wasn't, didn't fit his needs, you know, and, and to, to do that, I mean, this, this, I think he showed quickly, I mean, he showed immediately that, mm-hmm. um, he, he, he's a guy that can take this, this program, uh, you know, back up. And, um, so I love that, you know, I mean, I love what they did there, uh, you know, and the practice facility stuff is just, it's been needed for so long. And yes, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's going to help so much recruiting. It's going to be a great place. Uh, it's going to help develop. You know, I think a lot of times that, you know, you, 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 you don't think about this, but even just the individual extra work the guys want to do, you know, there's times where if, if you have a facility that you, you know, that's if you don't have a practice facility, you know the arena might be being used for something else. You know, right. whether, whether it be volleyball, yep. Whether whether it be you know uh, uh, graduation, whether it be you <laughs> right. know a, a concert or you know just anything, depending on where you're at. And you know, a guy might say, or, or um, a, 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 a a women's player or a men's player might say, "Man, I want to go get some extra shots up tonight, mm-hmm. but, but I can't because right. you know there." I mean, this gives you the opportunity to do that. You know, this gives you, it's, it's not just, you know, your official type practices and things where you, where you know, you don't have to you know, any conflict. It's your unofficial stuff for stuff that just, want, I want to get in some extra work. Right. You know, and, um, and that's, you know, I mean, that's really big. I mean, that's, you know, it's just, it just takes you. And then, of course, to, to be able to take recruits through, you know, facilities where, where it shows that, you know, you, that the university, you know, and the trustees care about the program, right. That, that, that really means the world in recruiting too. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and bringing, you know, bringing new guys or new players in. So, you know, I think for the men's and the women's program, this is, you know, absolutely, you know, know, another thing, like we said about protective, it's just kind of a program changer. Yep. You know, and, um, so it's, it's, um, it was a big day, you know, it was, it was a big day to, uh, for both those things to happen, you know, for, uh, the men's program, uh, and, um, you know, I just, I just really excited to see, uh, see the future. And then, you know, with, with, we've talked before about just the look of the roster for next year already yes. without a couple pieces added and, um, you know, just, it's just, uh, Hey, it's exciting to think where this where this program's going and where the athletic program's going
0: yes definitely well all right guys uh, make sure if you haven't hit the subscribe button hit that subscribe button so you can make sure that you don't miss another episode of our podcast the blazer victory podcast and just help us spread the word and tell other uab fans uh, about our podcast and if you're not following us on twitter you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazerpod. But on that note, guys, we'll see you guys next time and go blazers.